Wait for it. Wait for it. And we're live. Hey, all you crazy sci-fi and fantasy fans. It's time for your daily dose of shenanigans over here at the Blasters and Blades podcast. Just a couple of nerdy veterans geeking out over our science fiction passions and fantastical fantasies. A place where magic is king, the sky is the limit, and space is the place. We are the podcast that puts the fun in dysfunction, especially when we let Nick spike the eggnog. But without further ado, we're going to talk about our topic today. We'll be reviewing Prep and Landing, a holiday series review. Um, it will be fun. You will enjoy it. You will want to watch it, buy it, read the book. It will be amazing. And we're going to tell you all about it. But first, a word from our sponsor. Okay, I really lie. That comes later. But the holiday religion questions. <laughs> you ready for this, Nick? I did not prep you. I'm ready. They Don't say the way to a man's heart is through his belly. And that's not just where you stab him. It's also where you feed him. So favorite, favorite holiday series Side dish? Yes. Oh, um, like food, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Stabby can be your side dish too, but then she's going to be worried about who the main dish is. Favorite, favorite holiday side dish? I would have to say that it's Yorkshire pudding. I usually make it for Christmas. My mom used to make it when I was growing up. So, yeah. What Yorkshire is Yorkshire pudding? pudding? I don't think I've even ever heard of that. Um, essentially, it's a like a muffin that's made with beef drippings and butter. And well, the beef drip, the oil from the beef beef drippings. You can use butter if you don't have beef drippings. But yeah, it's it's a very soft, flaky, buttery, like Fluff. muff, fluffy muffin. Interesting. I I am intrigued. Bread is the way to my heart. It is my weakness, my kryptonite, my drug of oh. choice. You, this will become one of your top fives, mm. top five breads. Right. What about you, Stabby? Mm. Um, I'm stuck somewhere between stuffing. That's what she said. Homemade mac and cheese. Homemade mac and cheese is like it runny or thick. It's gotta be thicker than a snicker. Yeah, you can Absolutely. eat it like a crispy treat. Yeah, you should be able to pick it up and like just straight up. Um. This is the way. The people that like it all runny and milky, I'm just like, eh, no. How do we know you? We might yeah. want to kick you out of the country. Canada's open. Yeah, yeah they do weird shit there. For all our Canadian listeners, we're sorry. We love you too. No, my mac and cheese, it's... It's a brick. It's a brick. It's thick. It's creamy though. And it's about 20 pounds and it's topped with panko breadcrumbs. To give it a little crunch. Like, like 20 pounds is what I'd gain if I lived anywhere near her, so she fed me on a regular basis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I already There's like have nine cheeses in that mac and cheese. I already have intentions of making some and then shoving it into a mason jar and then shipping it to you, and it'll look like, um, oh, man. It's going to look horrible. What are they called? Because it's shoved in a mason jar. No, because I'm going to cut them into circles with my cookie cutter first and then stack them in there. Like right. a parfait. Parfait. There you go. No. Yeah, mac and cheese. Nick, and the way she's talking dirty to me, how do you feel about brother husbands? I'm just saying. That sounds delicious. <laughs> I'll cut it out with a we'll cookie cutter cult. and then drop yeah, them in. We're starting a cult based around food. I thought we were all living on the same homestead. Oh, there we go. There we go. I Listen. forgot we're gonna we're gonna become warlords of Atropia. Yeah, um, screw those Denovians. But everybody's right, right. invited to dinner. Right, right. But those Denovians have whatever we do to them coming. I'm just saying. That's right. And Krasnovia, don't even get me started. Yeah, you guys have shit food. 
But their trains are on time, I'm told. Trains are on time. That's how we know how to blow them up. The dinner train is never on time, though. Not over here. I mean, it is. You just don't want to eat it, so you miss it on purpose. I think that's what's going on. Larry Korea once told me that they have a uh, they make really good sandwiches and waffles, but Facebook banned them for it, so I didn't get the message in its entirety. Damn it! Facebook. I was late to our wedding. Are you really? <laughs> I was late to our wedding, which made us both late technically, because we were sharing a cab. I was. I was late. I was hungry. I was hangry. <laughs> Well, I mean, if you did a JP, can you really be late when you're just going to the judge? Yeah, it's like a wizard is never late. He arrives and no, we didn't go to the JP. We, we went. To, we went to a, um a chapel, the chapel of Christmas. Okay. Elvis was there. All right, all right. So no, my <laughs> my favorite holiday side dish is the same at Thanksgiving as it is at Christmas, but it is sweet potatoes with the marshmallows melted on top and a little bit of brown sugar. Oh man, you would die with the ones that I make. Yeah, brown we had sugar, you over. Yeah, you're gonna sugar, die. Brown sugar, white sugar, and molasses, corn syrup, marshmallows melted in, and then marshmallows melted on top. So I, I have talked to your your co apogee person Renee, and so I have yeah, to check if this is a true story or if he's just messing with me. All right. Okay. I am told in order to enter the Garber household for a meal, you have to get metal detected because you got to make sure there's no pacemaker because she doesn't want to kill you with the yes. food. Yes. True story? Yeah, that's, okay. That's yeah, a true story. Yeah. Everything is there's true. a health screening. There's a PHA involved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's got medics on standby. Medics <laughs> IVs up ready. Yeah. Well, really, it's just the homeless dude. I give him a job for about an hour. But see, the trick is, I stuff, you, at a meal. I stuff you for dinner, and then the next day I make you walk around Target. Oh. <laughs> you gotta work. You gotta work it all through your system, and not. Just I was expecting the horror guru to go somewhere darker, like, and then we eat you once we fatten you up. <laughs> yeah, curveball, right? No, I take you to Target, and then we open uh, the lament configuration. We open the box. <laughs> all right, all right. So next next holiday question. Favorite dessert? Ooh, pecan pie, man. Ooh, that's a good one. I love pecan pie. I, I just it's, it's the right level of sugar. There's still a whole one in the fridge. I know. The kid buried it. Shit, I forgot about it. Not anymore. Now we know what you're having after this episode. That whole damn pie before it goes back. <laughs> what about you, Sammy? Cool with he had to buy me four boxes of them today because I actually found the right one. I love the Little Debbie's Christmas tree cake. The white cakes. The white cakes. Okay, so she wanted two. Then she tried to make an argument for three, but my OCD, I can't do odd numbers. I have to buy them in, in even numbers, so two, four, six. So I was like, mm. she, was she was more than one is done. I get it. Yeah, she was like staring at me, giving me puppy dog eyes. I'm like, if it'll shut you up, get four okay in all fairness we haven't been able to find them all season because there's like these tiktok trends about chopping them up and turning them into other things so people are like clearing them out and we found a whole rack of them but they didn't have the big boxes they only had the five packs do you know how fast the five pack will go plus that's odd so, so you would eat them like we had to buy chips. 20 of them hmm. 20 is an even number. I doubt they'll make the week. 
There's a box in the stocking. We made sure to put one in the stocking. You're going to, it's going to be an empty box by Christmas day. <laughs> you're going to go in there thinking that you're slick, pulling one out at a time. And then you're going to pull it in and like, hey, we must have bought an empty box. I'm like, oh my no. God. No, there's cameras in the house. I saw what you did. I love them. <laughs> it breaks my heart watching them on TikTok completely destroy them to make like dessert dips and cake pops. Like just leave it alone and eat it. Yeah, it's already good the way it Why is. Why are you chopping them up? You're breaking my heart. <laughs> All right. It's a crime. All right. So for me, I was going to say pecan pie, but a close second is is just good old fashioned fudge. Yeah, holiday fudge. Holiday hits different. fudge does hit different. Peppermint. Yeah, it's the same fudge. I just don't eat it the rest of the year because you know I don't want to die of a heart attack or the diabetes. Di diabetes. Um, then we can't live near Jana. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, I've heard. We I get diabetes. She's supposed to be sending some fudge. Yeah, she said she'd be sending some stuff. Um, Jana S. Brown, the lovely, amazing author. You should check out all of her books. She is awesome. Or Jenna Ray, if you prefer her other stuff. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, because you know she's got the mini personalities of the amazing, the amazons, mm -hmm. the amazons. All right, uh, so this is going to give you time to think. So if you need me to go first, I can. But what is the fav the holiday gift that was your favorite of all time? Ooh, that is a good one. Let's see here. I know what right, I'm so I'll go, go first. You just have some time to think. So when I was 13 at Christmas, my dad got me a folding pocket knife with my name engraved on it. It was like a family tradition. 13th Christmas. Um, so sadly, when I lived in Philly, we were robbed because, you know, that's what you do in Philly. And they uh, they looted it, among other things, including the CDs that had all of my war pictures uh, when I was in Philly. So I lost that knife. But the, the memory of, you know, your dad finally saying, like, dude, you're kind of almost a man now. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um... I got a, I also got a weapon. It was my first Christmas as well. I was home for Christmas Exodus during basic training. And my dad had purchased this like commemorative, commemorative. edition um, Colt 45 um, 1911. Uh, it had walnut handle. It still does. I, I still have the gun. But, uh, and it has the army logo on it and the handle. And then it has my name on one side and then it has the army's birthday on the other, which is I joined on the army's birthday. It's when I put my hand, hand up and, you know, put my hand to God and all that and signed up for the army, which was on June 14th, 1996. So yeah, he had June 14th on there and then my name on the other side. It was pretty cool. And then I didn't fire it for like, God, it was like 15 years until I finally put a round through the thing. That was awesome. Stabby has control of that one now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the bedside enforcer. Nice. So, you know, uh, I thought it was Taco Tuesday that did that for you, but I mean, we'll take what we can get. Or Chili Mac. Chili Mac Night will do that too. So oh, that was the deadly MRE too. Uh, with me, it's funny because, like, I was told my whole life I wasn't going to have kids. I was born with a seizure disorder. They were like, you are not having kids. 
uh, your medication that we had you on for your seizures made you sterile. You are not having children. So I came to terms with that pretty young. And then um, miraculously, I got pregnant with my son. And he wasn't supposed to be born until New Year's Day. And as I pulled the turkey out of the oven on Christmas Eve, I went into labor. Yeah, your turkey was getting out of your oven. And I gave birth to my son Christmas morning of 2009. Um, yeah, that one was pretty special, especially since, since he was the first baby born in that hospital on that day. So the nurses came in, they did like a whole photo shoot and brought all this Because that, that's in what there. you want after you just pu push the 10 pound kid yeah. out of your hoo-hoo. It's like, yeah, let's have a celebration. And as much as at the time I was like, I do not know how I'm going to do this. Like I was fully prepared to not be a mom. Um, <laughs> I took that role and I was like, well, maybe I can have another one. Like maybe I can pull off a second miracle. And then I wound up losing my my baby maker. So he really is my little Christmas miracle. Well, he's not, he's bigger than me now, but my Christmas miracle. Um, and I'd have to say like all the material things that I get for Christmas. I love them all. Nick got me a Polaroid camera last year and I absolutely, that was two years ago. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. Our, yeah, it was our, two years ago. Was our first I Christmas love my together. Polaroid camera. I love, every gift that he gets me but i have to say that it was pretty special not just you know being able to get pregnant but being able to have him on christmas morning yeah now that he's a teenager i want to strangle him every day yeah i he he was a gift all right a white elephant gift yep and before the buzzer could hit i couldn't get rid of it i want to go bart simpson homer simpson on him most days but you know uh, he's mine Okay. So that's a deep one. I mean, I'm talking about a pocket knife. Nick's talking about a gun and you're talking about bringing new life. So I guess it kind of fits the dynamic. Life well, takers I mean, and life takers. The gun and the pocket knife creates unlife. So here's yeah, so I said, life takers and life makers. That's here, right. Here's the thing in my family. We're all born on somebody else's birthday. Yeah, you guys got the raw end of the stick of the like whole family. all of us. I was born on my grandfather's birthday. My mom was born on my other grandfather's birthday. My grandmother and my brother share the same birthday. Uh, my other brother shares a birthday with, um, with my aunt. And then you get into my cousins and they're on holidays. So we have a St. Patrick's Day baby. We have an April Fool's baby. And we have a Halloween baby. And so I was like, there's no birthdays left unless it, like we stack them three high. I don't know what's going to happen. And I was like, a New Year's baby, that would be so cute. Like, And they're like, that's your due date. You're due on New Year's. That's your, yeah. And I was like, okay, a New Year's baby, that'll be cute. At least it's on a holiday. You know, it still fits in, but it's not so close to Christmas. Yeah, shouldn't have said that out no. loud. I jinxed myself. Attention-seeking child decides to be born on Christmas, so all eyes are on him. Yep, so he shares a birthday with Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> get a birthday dinner. I'm like, uh, it's Christmas, and in this house we do prime rib, so I hope it's prime rib you want. <laughs> uh... yeah, it makes presents difficult in the house. Um so oh, maybe you'll get a Christmas miracle and someone will like drop a baby in a basket at your doorstep and you're just stuck with it. And you get that baby you wanted. No. A Christmas miracle would be him joining the military when he's 18. 
<laughs> so let's we're not a political let's talk about, <laughs> since you mentioned that what are your what is on your table going to be for the christmas this year uh, say that one more time what is going to be on the table at christmas this year for your for your main dish? um yorkshire pudding mm-hmm. uh macaroni macaroni mm-hmm. um probably green bean casserole i'll make green bean casserole. or mashed potatoes those two uh, and, uh, will be, yeah, baby not, cakes, cupcakes. Cup, yeah, baby cakes, cupcakes. We don't do a cake anymore because nobody eats that much cake. Yeah. So we go so down we the this, road. We have a local bakery that they, it's called Baby Cakes, and that's all they make is like, specialized cupcakes. Fancy cupcakes. Fancy cupcakes. And they're amazing. Um, the chocolate and salt, sea salt caramel. I love the chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate peanut Like, they got all kinds of good stuff. Uh, they got a... Tiramisu, they got a tray leches, they got a, a red velvet. That one's really good too. Uh, the German chocolate one is pretty bomb. Yeah, that's one of my favorite cakes. So last year they did a um, they did an eggnog one, an eggnog cupcake. But that's what we do for our birthdays around here. We don't get a whole cake and and sing around a cake we get everybody gets to pick a cupcake and then whoever's birthday it is they get two cupcakes and we put the candles in the two cupcakes and since i'm getting longer in the tooth it's going to be three cupcakes soon i'm sure <laughs> to put all the freaking candles on that's why i just do the numbers <laughs> yeah i'll probably live triple digits well i haven't thrown away numbers in a while so we don't have to buy new numbers <laughs> yeah start Mix matching numbers. <laughs> I don't even think we have a five or a zero. That's coming up. We do Let's take happy thoughts. So uh, we're going to be having ham. We always do ham at Christmas. Uh, we should do that at Easter. We 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 don't really need to make a video about Easter. Years. We'll talk about Easter when we do an Easter episode. And New Year's too. Um, we get okay, ham. so it's the honey baked ham. Yeah, is that what you guys go for? The honey baked. Yeah, uh, this year I got a member's mark uh, knockoff cheaper brand because, you know, budgets, economies thing. It's Sam's Club brand. It's not bad. Um, so we're going to do the ham, probably some potatoes and some green beans, um, sweet potatoes. Do you do garlic mashed potatoes or you just go like normal butter and chives? We or- mix it up. Sometimes we do garlic. Sometimes we do regular. I do like... I don't know. There's just something because the smell of the kitchen. That I that's what I remember most about the holidays, especially Christmas. You know, there'd be all of my uncles and cousins around, just loaded with family. My grandma would be there, which was her birthday on the seventh. Um, but uh, the smell in the kitchen, because my mom would be in there, my grandma would be in there, and they were both awesome cooks. So they were in there just doing wizardry up in there. And it, the house would smell of this great food for like days. Uh, it's it's one yeah. of those moments that you like the smell. Like you wish it was tangible. It's like something you could wrap yourself in, like a blanket. <clears throat> Ultra comfort. You know, like all the comfort foods you could possibly think of were were presented. You know. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we're gonna do the the usual ham and whatever sides everyone feels like bringing. Um, and let's see. The last question before we dive into the movie review: plans for New Year's and any New Year's traditions? 
Uh, New Year's traditions. Uh, usually we're out before the ball drops, but because <laughs> we old. But uh, no, we'll we'll stay up and we'll watch the uh, the festivities on TV. You know what? We try to watch the the ball drop. We usually don't make it that far. We're in bed when that happens, and we fall asleep. Yeah, I don't ever. Like we never really make a big deal about the ball drop half the time. Sometimes I'm up, sometimes I'm not. But if I am, I'm certainly not watching the ball drop or the parade or any of that nonsense. Um, a tradition I picked up from my ex's family was uh, eating black eyed peas on New Year's Day. It was supposed to be good luck, and I still do that. Um, even well, we won't get into that, but I still do that. <laughs> it's kind of a tradition I've been carrying over is the, that and. Uh, everybody at dinner um kind of like what your goals and expectations are for the next year things that you want to do better change about yourself you know things like that try to make it positive okay yeah that's a good one to add like what are you grateful for when you're playing goals for the year i like that i might be stealing that maybe a mini aar about the the year you're leaving you know yep 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 all right, with that being said, we are going to roll that beautiful footage of the trailer for Prep and Landing and what we're here to review. Hit that play button. Hit it. Open. Hangar door. Cue Rosebud. Reindeer, ready to roll. We are go for launch. Dash away. Oh. Before the big guy takes off, <laughs> he gets a little help from his friends. I'm part of Prep and Landing, an elite unit of elves getting houses ready for the big guy's arrival. Our mission statement, get in, get out, never be noticed. This holiday. 364 days of preparation, one night of perfect execution. <laughs> Sorry. The Figgy Pudding. Figgy Pudding. Figgy Pudding. Hits the fan. But no one does stealth. Keep it together, dancer. Like an elf. Disney presents its first animated television special made exclusively for ABC. I'm alive! Oh, frostbite. Trap and landing. How are we gonna make it through all this snow? Laughing all the way, my friend. Laughing all the way. Coming soon to ABC. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, did that sell you? I'll mute myself in the movie. Yeah, I thought that was cool. You know, um, it's a it's a Pathfinder unit of elves. You know, and they're known for being sneaky and quiet and stuff like that. So, I I thought it was cool. Um, I I had never heard of it before until you told me about it on one of the yeah. You liked the Pathfinder angle. You're like, oh my god, Santa's got Pathfinders? Why have I not heard of this? You know. So the Pathfinder was enough to uh, to sell them to you, but the oh, yeah. with the trailer, if you knew nothing else about it than the trailer. Yeah, the the trailer kind of like, yeah, that, it, yeah, it would have sold me on it. I was like, the name alone gives you yeah, prep and landing. I'm like, what is this? So. Prep and Landing is an American animated special uh, based on an idea by Chris Williams at Walt Disney Animated Studios and developed by Kevin Dieters and Steve Wormer-Skelton into a half-hour Christmas special. It was first aired in December uh, 2009 on ABC ABC. by Operation Secret Santa in 2010 and Prep and Landing, Naughty vs. Nice in 2011 with some of the same characters and plots that carried over. It was... uh, all totaled maybe an hour and 20 minutes if you added them all together, I think. 
Um, their runtime for prep and landing and naughty versus nice. They're both 22 minutes long because eight minutes of commercials because it was aired on ABC. And then uh, the secret Santa one, that was eight minutes total. And I don't know if it was thrown in. Um, no, the, the version of the, uh, the one I watched was longer for uh, operation secret Santa. Was it really? No, me. Well, Disney said it. The runtime was eight minutes. I, I don't Betty know White. It is, but yeah, Betty White was up in that one. Betty White. So that, Betty that, White's the She, the second that Mrs. Claus opened her mouth, I was like, "And there's my favorite character." Yeah, she really sold Mrs. Claus. Oh yeah, yeah. that's kind of the voice what? now. When I think of right. maybe I was wrong because it says seven, uh, eight minutes, seven and some change. So yeah, yeah you're right. Saying. Yeah, so, so it was under an hour. Yeah, it was like 50. My math is going to be wrong. So 22, 22, 44 plus 8. Oh, yeah, 52 minutes. Give Carry the one, divide by three, multiply one. by Contact the okay. VA, non service connected. Five plus five, <laughs> plus five, yeah. five plus five. 50 something minutes, but it was good. Like we, we watched it in under an hour to, to prepare for the show. I had never seen it, and the day was getting away from us because we had shopping to do still. Stopping, stuffing, stocking stuffers. Stocking stuffers. So the series goes in order: prep and landing, prep and landing, Operation Secret Santa, prep and landing, Naughty versus Nice. We said it was directed by Kevin Dieters and Stephen Wormers. Scott, for the last name. If you buy the USD, uh, if you buy the movie on Blu-ray on Amazon, it's nine ninety-nine for one and two. It's free on Disney, um, and the release dates were literally December 20, 2009, 2010, and 2011. Um, you cannot get the Naughty versus Nice, the seven-minute one. Um, you can't get that on a DVD. It's it's $1.99 to watch seven minutes on Amazon. But again, it's free. If you've got Disney Plus, you can just watch it there. I really think I really, they should do all three of them really, on one DVD. Yeah. yeah um, so I'm going to read you. The, it was fun. Go ahead. No, it was it was just fun. Like and uh, in a very short amount of time, you cared about the characters, you know. So I, I will probably cover that in a different segment, but later on. Yeah, well, I'll read the ad copy in a minute, but because this one might go short, we're going to pause for a moment while we shamelessly shill for the man, and that's us this time, Nick. Oh my lord! I. Ho, ho, oh, hell. Is that sleigh bells ringing in your ears or a few rounds from an M60? You wanted the jolly fat man to bring Yuletide joy, but the season has gifted you with a heartbreaker and a life taker. Badass Santa. Grab your eggnog and camouflage candy canes. Strap on your bulletproof holiday stockings and prepare for thrills and kills. From bloodstained rebellion at the North Pole to a black ops raid on a distant planet, these 18 action-packed tales will show you Saint Nick as you have never seen him before. It's all you'll want for Christmas. I have a tactical stocking. 
Nice. So as you're looking at the screen, that is the Naughty versus Nice one and two. Um, then we've got the promotional cover for it based on in-series lore um, about um, Lanny and Lanny. Wayne. Wayne is the one up front. Um, Disney's uh, prep and Lanny. This is the Naughty versus Nice. The Miss Claus, the Operation Secret Santa. They never show you Santa's face, so it's got that effect of the uh, Charlie Brown. They call him yeah, Charlie Brown. Um, and then this is the uh, the other Naughty versus Nice imagery. And then this is kind of a merger of the two for prep and landing. And this is if you buy the DVD on Blu-ray, like we mentioned. So I really like this. Is this is my favorite image from the series? Because like I said, they went all spec ops. Yeah. Um, so, um, but yeah, so those are my some of my favorite of the series. But I'm going to read the ad copy real quick, um, and then you we can discuss it. So the first one, Prep and Landing. It says on Christmas Eve, a high tech team of elves from an elite unit known as the Prep and Landing ensures homes around the world are prepared for Santa's visits. But when two hilarious little elves are facing face unexpected challenges and are pushed to their limits. It'll take a great big effort to save the season. Enjoy a heartwarming holiday classic sure to make everyone's Christmas list. Do you agree with the summary and does it sell you? Yeah. Yeah. It's uh... no, but uh, the ad copy is definitely enticing. Um, you know, you're talking about an elite team of L's, you know, like what, who thinks of that? You know, it was really, uh, we did. We made an anthology about it, and even though this besides us, we're a bunch of tactical I junkies, man. I actually first discovered this series when people heard about the uh, anthology we were putting together that we just was a sponsor of the show, and they're like, "You guys got to watch this." <laughs> yeah, it's it's funny how these things pop up, you know. I, I had no idea this thing existed, and I'm super excited that I got to watch it. I always look into the trivia of shows, like Did You Knows. Um, and I was looking into it to see if we had any new prep and landings coming out, like if they were going to release another episode or another series or anything like that. The last one was 12 years ago. Yeah. And apparently they were going to, uh, shortly after, uh, Naughty versus Nice and, um, and the directors were asked to actually do Olaf's Frozen Adventure. And so, and because that we were in the whole uh, frozen, you know, popularity, they did that instead. But they did throw a little, a little nugget of prep and landing into Olaf's Frozen Adventure, and he comments on um, Operation Fruitcake. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh. Okay. So there, there's a little sneak peek in that one after, you know, all three of the prep and landings. But um, as for right now, they don't have any new ones set up to come out just yet, but it's not off the table. That's awesome. I, I would like maybe like an hour 20. Like a full length something. Full length movie. I think that would be amazing. I loved their gear, the things that they were doing, like how they put out the fire in the fireplace. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather them see, instead of the crap they're doing trying to destroy our childhood love of Star Wars, they should be making, like, these stories. Because yeah. these little critters are badass. Like, I'm, I'm down. The uh, the stock stocking expander gun was nothing more than compressed air. Just, psh, 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 you know? I thought that was or the little, little tree trimmer thing. Yeah. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're 3D 
thing off the gingerbread and I have so many questions as a mom like I would wake up that next morning and be like where'd the back half of my tree go what if it's a plastic tree right I would have been like where did the back of my tree go well, they did answer the age-old question of what happens if you've got a fireplace. How does Santa deal with that? Because they put out the fire, uh, and they got little little pellets almost that they drop one, puts it out, drop another, starts it back. So they yeah. just start and stopping that fire. They're Christmas ornaments. Yeah. The, yeah. The pellets they were dropping, they were like the glass Christmas ornaments. It's like they had um, different multi-purpose grenades. Yeah. It was like, grenade. like, I think I might do that as a costume. I yeah. did like the fact that their um, their parachutes came out of their hands. <laughs> I was like, how are they still? How is the hat still attached to their head? I like how that when the when the big guy's uh, sleigh lands, it does the trap hook like on an aircraft carrier. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that man. was awesome. They were coming in. They're like, "All right, retract the wings" or something like that. And they just pull their legs up. Yeah. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, we're going too fast. We're coming in hot. We're coming in hot. And I love the um, the pilots from like Vietnam, reindeer, you know, like, oh, we're going in. This is going to be fun. Thrash. Yeah, they are. The little bit crazy on the one end and the overly moto on the other is kind of fun. And then um, the take on, on the reindeer was just unique because, like, which was the one that was the badass? I'm trying to remember which one they Thrasher. said it was. was that his name was Thrasher. He's too he's too amped up and too um uh reindeer-esque to And then Dasher is kinda of like the voice of reason. No, yeah. Thrasher's the one that's not allowed to be pull Santa's sleigh because he goes uh Mach two too quickly. <laughs> well, it's Dasher and Thrasher in the front. It's not Thrasher. It's Dasher and Prancer on the front. Thrasher um, pulls the elves out. Oh yeah, Thrasher's the extraction vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, how how quickly does it get to Mach two? Buckle in. <laughs> <laughs> Thrasher's the alert ready five aircraft. He's cute. Yeah, I, I did it. Um, and I like the the way they did the code names, like for everything. Free skirt. Um, yeah, in the when they did the code name for the reindeers, the um something um what was it something, Gisa Lang or whatever, and he's like, I hate that call song. Oh yeah, hate Gisa Lang. It was all based off that that song. Yeah, eventually they're gonna run out of names. <laughs> like I mean, like how many right? Like, but it was it was funny. All right, so the second. Prep and Landing, Naughty versus Nice, was the outrageous Yuletide adventures of the Christmas elves Lanny and Wayne continue in this totally tensel adventure that reminds us there's room for everyone on the nice list. Santa's stealthiest little elves must race to recover the classified North Pole technology, which has fallen into the hands of a computer hacker, Naughty Kid, in order to stop Christmas from descending into chaos. Bring the family together for a comical adventure that puts the ho, ho, ho in your holidays. That's right. All right, you got the uh, second um, trailer we're going to show. There's only... All dude up, boss, playing now. Right. Hit the play button. The elves you love are back for another Christmas mission. Vehicle. Dash away. Engine. Prepping houses around the world for the big guy's arrival. We're going in! And this holiday season, Santa's other elves are coming to town. And they'll find out who's been naughty and nice. 
We're in the belly of the beast, my friend. But one creature is stirring up more trouble than these elves can handle. Disney Prep and Landing. Naughty versus Nice. Coming this holiday season to ABC. So uh, by the trailer or the the ad copy, both of them sold me. What about you two? Yeah, I like the fact that they actually gave you a villain in that one. You know, not just uh, Wayne being a being an a hole because he didn't get the promotion he wanted. So you, we got a really, yeah, spoiler alert. Uh, shit, man, this thing's been out since two thousand and nine. If you haven't seen it yet, like myself, get on it. Get on it. Yeah, like you well, don't get technically, this is the twenty ten movie. So, all right, so thirteen years. So what I did, like, and I can't, I had to kind of like have him pause the movie. I'm like, I need you to pause for a quick second when they revealed the villain. So I was like, she looks just like Riley from Inside Out. And they were like, Kate, especially my son. He goes, no, I don't think so. And I, so I pulled up an image of Riley from Inside Out and we had um, the villain uh, paused on the screen and I was like okay look it looks like her just older even it has the gap in the teeth and everything and they're both sitting there like well damn it does look like her if it weren't for the fact that they had her having a completely different name you wouldn't know that it wasn't Riley yeah yeah so yeah, that one sold me too. And then finally we got Operation Claws, um, um, Secret Santa, excuse me. Um, Santa's stealthiest elves are enlisted by Miss Claus to achieve a mysterious item hidden in the office of Santa's uh, of Santa Claus. Can the duo acquire the target in time, or will they be discovered by the big guy and doomed to placement on the naughty list? Although the one part of that I didn't I didn't like is I'm like I'm sorry if they're following the orders of uh, the XO essentially Mrs. Claus, how are they going on the naughty list? Yeah, it, it, it was kind of weird. Yeah, it made Santa seem like he was kind of a like a dictator. Right. You know? oh, that's oh, the naughty list. I'm gonna get a lump of coal and I'm gonna have to I'm gonna be exiled and be living in an igloo. I love that, that it was man, you all were super in Lanning's case. head. It was all in Lanning's head. And they're like <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, before they revealed that I was like, Man, Santa's a dick. Wayne is <laughs> like, come back to Earth. Come on, wake up. We gotta God, we only have so much time to do this. But then he has the the uh, Japanese throwing star. Oh, the ki the kit they had was hilarious. Yeah. And, um, I want to can't Lanny, Lanny, Lanny was a little, was a little three stupid ass. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's so. pretty. He's funny. He's the comic relief because I mean Wayne is a funny guy. It's played by. Uh, uh, David Foley, who, who, if you're old like me, you used to watch Kids in the Hall. He was on a show called Talk Radio with uh, Seth, not Seth Rogen, Joe Rogan, and um, John Hartman, and all that. Like Wait, he's a that funny, Joe Rogan? huh? Is that Joe, Joe Rogan? Rogan? Yeah, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan was in it when he was an actor. Wow. But yeah. Maggie, t Maggie stole the show. Maggie stole the show with one line. She hit them with a one-liner, and I was like, there it is. She goes, if you get caught, I'm taking your snowmobile. Oh, my favorite was she did the Karen voice. Okay, bye! <laughs> All the time. Oh, yeah. Um, and that's Sarah... Sarah Shelley? 
Oh yeah, she's done a lot of voiceover voice acting over the years. Um, but she does it's the same voice, and I it's always like she's super perky in everything she does, but she's also kind of a Karen. If you get caught, I'm taking your snowmobile. <laughs> I like I that. Can't <laughs> Insurance. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> My other favorite was uh, when they were trying to redirect in one of them, and we don't really give too many spoilers, although I feel like these are so short, you can't discuss them without it. But yeah, when he was like, uh, no, we're going to do this. We're not going to let you call this one off. Uh, oper- Figgy Pudding, I think Broken Arrow essentially calls uh, radio yeah. call. And she's like, do I need to tell them about <laughs> you and Tiny? There's, there is a short out there. That's not on Disney Plus, where uh, it's about Tiny, Tiny and Wayne. Really? Find that? Yeah. I was looking through IMDb, and they're like, "Oh yeah." Then there's this, and I'm like, "Where the hell is that being played?" And it's another eight minutes. You gotta love that they drop the little adult jokes in, in there, and they also throw the little um, because it's not a Disney thing unless they throw the little hints of Disney in there. Like, um, perfect example is. Um, when they're on the shelf, they move Mickey Mouse over to peek through. And I was like, oh, there it is. Because I always look for those. Like in um, Aladdin, the, the Sultan stacks his little toys and one of his little toys is the Beast. Yeah. So I always look for those little Easter eggs. Easter eggs. And when they scoot all the teddy bears, one of them is a Mickey Mouse. And I was like, oh, there it is. <laughs> There's our Easter egg. <laughs> Um, yeah, the other one I liked was that uh, how they kind of casually joked about Maggie getting around because then in the other one, she was with that office nerd who worked with her and uh, they were kind of under the mistletoe. I'm just saying, um, just saying there's a little triangle there. action going on and she's eventually going to have to pick. I'm just saying when Wayne goes to, to, you know, fess up and be like, my bad boss to Santa and Lanny comes over and he's like, you're missing the whole party. He's got three different colors of lipstick on his face. I noticed the lipstick, not the color, but I am colorblind. The the plot toast would be the funny joke is if what if Tiny's not even a, a boy, right? Because like she is so all over the place. It was just kind of funny. And it wasn't in like a propaganda way. This was, like I said, the early you know, 2009 to 2011, that wasn't even on the radar. It was just funny for funny's sake. Yep. It was just, it was a good time. It was a good time all around. I think it's one of the first ones that we've watched in a while where none of us had our phone in our hand unless we were looking up a voice or. Um, yeah. Cause that'll drive me crazy. Or a picture <laughs> where we're like, Hey, no, I'm telling you, she looks like this person or, Hey, I've seen that before. But other than that, like our phones were down, we were fully invested and, that takes a lot with us. <laughs> yeah, it does. We get I get bored so easy. Yeah. So <clears throat> yeah, it's um it's a good one. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um so the characters, what did you think of Lanny and Wayne? I I thought that dynamic was hilarious because like Lanny is like the three stooges, he's a three stooges S character. He's a private. He's a freaking goofy private just yeah. trying to make his way into the group of, um, of you know, guys that have been. Yeah. So so here's a one line that I think describes it. When they got, if you watch Band of Brothers, they had that scene where the new class of West Point grads are just showing up uh, and all these guys have been like fighting for years. And this new cherry lieutenant supposed to tell them what to do. 
Uh, and he's like, well, I was top of my oh, class. Or like this is seen in Hamburger Hill. I was oh, a commanding yeah. officer in my ROTC detachment. Um, this guy gets here and he's like, he was top of his class at Tinsel Academy. And then this guy can't even open a door. And he's like, yeah. must have been a he's class. Like, Can somebody help me out here? He reminded me of it's the, like, you got a pull, man. He reminded like every me new lieutenant. The, he reminded me of the young kid from Lone Survivor when they made him do the dance and then, oh, yeah. and then recite the um, recite the poem. The poem. It, that's what he, re he, he really gives private vibes. And um, Wayne gives, I've been in, I've been doing this too long. I've been in too long. I've seen some things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was Wayne. He was the, the crusty old vet. You know, yeah. He's like tired. You know, he's, he's, uh, he he's gunning your Sergeant Highway from. He busts uh, his belt <laughs> open and his belly. Get <laughs> yeah. Yeah. From Heartbreak Ridge. So, yeah, like, so you take the Rook and you put him with the crusty vet who who just got passed over on a promotion. So, you know, he's feeling a certain way. So he's just salty. You know, it was hilarious. I thought the dynamic was perfect. I'm trying to eat the, you know? the Santa cookie. He's having a full conversation with the cookie. Yeah, he's eating Santa's snacks and all that stuff. Oh, you want to watch this? Watching the movies. <laughs> yeah, watching yeah. movies. He's like totally dereliction of duty. You know, he's like, he just doesn't care. He's like, F you, fire me. What are you going to do? Bend my dog tags? Cancel Christmas? Come on. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Oh, you want to watch this Christmas special? Too, Too bad. bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, I, I have been that level of petty in my life. I you felt know, that way when they tore up my E6 packet. In my defense, he shouldn't have asked my opinion if he didn't want it. Yeah, I don't know why they don't learn. <laughs> I mean, like... Yes, I you know some officers want you to give their opinion back to them, but in my I, I felt like you know when I told him I didn't think that was his uh decision because I thought too highly of him for such a stupid opinion. Um I thought that would have gotten me out of jail and not gotten me in more trouble, but you know, <laughs> oops. I didn't think you could hit this level of low because I thought you were one of the good ones. <laughs> so I, I definitely could resonate with Wayne. I was like, right. I've been that guy. I've been that dude, you know. It's like getting passed up for promotion. You know? Yep. <laughs> Your career is not going the way it's supposed to, and you had like assurances from the higher ups that it was going to go. But what was made it worse was he got promoted. Uh, like the guy that got promoted to the position was one he it's trained. Trainee. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yep, been there too. I've, I've, F that guy. I've felt <laughs> you know. That pain. I felt that pain. And then you're putting him in charge of me. What? Yeah. I think a lot of parents probably was like, that's relatable. Well, yeah. I mean, everyone, I, I think everybody as an, every adult has probably been in a position like that at least one point in their life where, you know, they were told they were getting that promotion. It was a done deal. Just show up on that Monday. Yeah. You know, and he shows up with his Christmas tree tie and he's like, he's got a little pep in his step. He's, he's saying his goodbyes. He's got his eggnog going, <laughs> you know, and then, uh, was it Maggie? Was yeah. Maggie's like, yeah. Okay, bye. You didn't get the promotion. Okay, bye. You know, and you're like, oh, you, you seem bitch. <laughs> you know, I love how she she totally gaslit him. Oh, you seem disappointed. No, I'm really glad that he, the guy I trained, got the job I was supposed to get. Oh, good. I'm glad. Let's get back to work. Yeah. Like my what? favorite though is when when they were about to call the figgy pudding and she's standing in the the bubble, I guess, the CIC whatever they call it. And she's mm. like, I should have stayed in toys or whatever that was. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, should, 
I knew I should have went to toys <laughs> or toy development. Yeah. Toy de- no, she said I should have stayed in toy development. Yeah. And they, whoever the guy was tried to tell me. Yeah. <laughs> this is that. There's things like that that just made it a very enjoyable series. I, I just, I wish it wasn't so short that there was so few. Yeah, I wanted more. Yeah. There's a book, though. It there was, is a book. It was super good. It gave you something to watch with the kids where there's, you know, all of the Christmas joy and the characters that, you know, the kids know. But then there's adult humor in there, too, where the even the adults are like, yeah, that's, that's relatable. It's not so just... Singing and fluff. You're right. So, did you have any uh, favorite secondary characters? For me, it has to be Maggie. Like she stole the show. Maggie was great. I loved her. But Wayne's brother. Oh yeah. Wayne's brother. Yeah the uh, the coal elf. Noel. 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 As a as a um a naughty coal elf uh delivery person, and he's like. Oh, this is my big brother. And I love that he's bigger than Wayne. Yeah. So and that, that old miner that's sitting in there, like with the name right. He's it's like just you know, mining from the eighteen hundreds. He's like, ah, oh, his name is Dwayne. And then they he's get it wrong. The yeah. <laughs> they get it wrong in the newspaper and he goes, Why does no one listen to me when they get it wrong? But it's actually I told right. you his name is Wayne. <laughs> That was funny. Or, or the gadgets that they used were different because they were a different spec ops team, essentially. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you're still using parachutes? <laughs> huh. Okay. It's like, yeah. So straight up Captain America's out of the back of the way. Yeah. It was, uh, what was the name? When he just jumped out of the, the back of the, the what, it flying it's flight, but it was a flying um, Christmas ornament. A, yeah, it was, a, um, it was a snowmobile that Wayne was looking at earlier and he's like, Hey, and then he gets called to action. He's like, oh, Hey, don't tell it to anybody. And then Noel comes crashing in, drives his vehicle into the, into the bar yeah. with his snowmobile. And it's the one he wanted with the confidence of an E4 with like seven DUIs and hasn't been kicked out. <laughs> uh, he still knows more than the LTs. Yeah, well, that's a given. All right. Uh, but yeah, it was it was really good overall. So what did you think um, of the the overall, the way they did the plots? Like they were small, self-contained, but it did feel like. Uh, like even the eight minute ones seemed like a full episode. Like yeah, was, I mean, they were, uh, they were concise storytelling. Yeah, it's like their, their storytelling capabilities are, are top tier, you know, where you can make an eight minute one seem longer and not in a bad way. Jingle bam. Yeah, jingle bam. I'm going to start using that during the holidays. I catch a group. Jingle, bam. Jingle, bam. That's totally tinsel. That's totally like tinsel. That oh, yeah. Uh, Code red. Code ram- cranberry. Code cranberry red. <laughs> uh, so, so let's move on to that. Then we had, like we talked about the plot, but let's talk about the world building. I felt like they built on the existing lore as we knew it. And then there were so many subtle twists that it was like, oh, man, this is really its own thing, too. Like when they were with Noel and they're talking about their childhood and they've got this whole new slew of like elf superheroes that the kids were watching, which yeah. shows you like the elf community is more than just Christmas. Like you've got the infrastructure. Right. So you've right. got the barbers and the car dealers and the whatever. 
like they all exist too. Yeah, it's, it's very just human human else. Else. very humanist society outside of making toys, delivering toys, and the other jobs. But, but, but all those jobs supported the infrastructure that allowed them to make toys. It was like the the support crew that lived around the old military bases, right? Right. They gave it that that camp follower vibe. Like, and when they showed that and they showed like some of the cartoons they would have watched when they were kids, and then they made it like sepia color when they're doing the memory pieces. So right. you knew it was a flashback. Um, that was that was amazing. I love that color device when they do that. That that trope never gets old for me because you no. visually know that it's a flashback. You know, I think I it goes back to the storytelling. Like they didn't want anybody to be confused because it's definitely geared towards little kids, even though adults enjoy the hell out of it too. But so yeah. this is Noel. He showed up in uh, the car that Wayne wanted. It was called a Natale Turbo. The Natale. The Natale. Natale. With apostrophe. The, the Maggie's. Okay, Definitely. bye. Definitely would. Okay, bye. Definitely. Yeah. All right, and then we've got uh, Lanny on the left and Wayne on the right. Um, and this is a little, little three-dimensional scan-the-room kind of deal with their technology. And th this is the party uh, where little Lanny was uh, growing up. Yeah. He had three different colors of lipstick. He got And it's the color. same Christmas tree that was unlocked the desk in uh, Secret Santa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the exact same one. And all the festive stuff was... It wasn't all. It right. was the same as his tie too. His tie was also the tree. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and then you've got yeah. Maggie freaking out in Command Central, and they even went so far as like everyone had badges, and she's like yeah. mainline chocolate. Yeah, that was eggnog. Yeah, it eggnog. eggnog. It's not eggnog. It's not. It's not. All good. their cups had little eggnog sayings on them. Uh, this is I like the the miner hat vibe they went with for the coal miners. It's yeah. so fit, and they're so dirty, you know. The yeah, and then you got the gingerbread for the uh, for the for the prep and landing crew. For the, their whole comm system was yeah. based on yeah, that. and I like their utility belt. Yeah, we don't really have a good picture of that, and then of course this is them with Santa. Yeah, it's just promo, promo, promo images. But, uh, but yeah, so I like the way they did the world building. I like the way they did sort of the cinematography as part of that. Um, the way they picked camera angles and like, oh, yeah, it, it was wasn't all just straight on, um, which Nick will go ranting on if you see oh. pictures where everything is center focused. Well, oh, God, that drives me even insane. Even when um, Mrs. Claus had them going on their little secret Santa mission, um, and they start dropping down in the floor and they're looking at Santa like, don't wake up, don't wake up. And you, all of a sudden you're in Santa's man cave. Yeah. And, well, and what I found funny about their looks is because I've been on missions where it's supposed to be like real sneaky peaky, you know, like get in that house, don't wake up anything, recover what you need and then bounce. Where the whole time everybody's got the same look like, oh, God, I hope they don't wake up. Don't wake up. Well, it opens you know, up. We have to kill the big man. <laughs> his man cave, and it looks like a man cave. It's like his old jackets from over time. The green suit, yeah. Um, it's got you know his little workbench with all his tools on it and everything, and then he's just got random boxes everywhere. And you're just, my, it looks like a man cave. It. Looks my favorite like though was when she um, 
Betty White's describing the the neatly pile of of manly stuff when she talks mm-hmm. about his stuff, or when he they right as they bump into the nutcracker. She's like, she's frankly, like, I just didn't want it in my house anymore. Watch out for the <laughs> nutcracker. It's like we should have called it the hip cracker as many times as I melted into it. It used to be in our foyer, but um, I, I kept, kept tripping over I it. I kept tripping over it. She called it the hip cracker. She called it the hip cracker. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, that was Betty White nailed it. Betty White nails everything she's in. Oh yeah. Oh, I would pay to just listen to her read ingredients on like a like a muffin box. You know. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot to get muffin Jesus Christ! What did no, what, I want? Muffin. You remember today? Thanks, Nick. All right, so oh, we've talked about all the various parts of it. We kind of in our review overall, like we meshed it all together because they were so short. And we really think you just take an hour and sit and watch all three. If you've got Amazon, or excuse me, if you've got Prime, you can rent them. If you've got Disney Plus, you can just watch them back to back. Yeah, it is worth it. It's family friendly. I can't think of anybody who is too young to watch this. No, I think I'm like I'd put the age range from like newborn to senior citizen. You know, it's just there. It's got good it's got a little bit of everything for everybody, um, I, and it's really hard when animation it's hard for animation to do that you have to have you know jokes that fly over the kid's head but the adults laugh at it you know what i mean so they're not asking you 20 what did he mean by that because it just flies right over their head it's just there being good to you yeah but uh but so overall uh how many stars you giving this out of one to five well let's see here we got grenade foo grenade foo Santa Foo, we got uh, Candy Cane Grappling Hook Foo, um, Academy Award nominations for Lenny and Wayne for being our ultimate protagonists, and uh, especially for Lenny, um, giving back the spirit of Christmas and his job to Wayne. So um, his purpose. I, his purpose. I I give it five stars. Nick says check it out. All right, Stabby. Ten. Mummy, mummy, mummy. I give it a ten. I give it ten candy canes. Ten candy canes. I love it. I like it. it. So good. I. It was just fun. It was just fun. Like what I really like something that's just fun, and it was just fun. I, I like how they had. They had some of the adult vices, but they yeah. made them like holiday appropriate. So like, um, one of the Thrasher wanted cigars but they weren't cigars they're actually just candy canes in a cigar yeah. box yes. or the, the the whiskey flask that's actually just chocolate or eggnog or whatever it was they were drinking or... um wayne's eggnog mug said eggnog or nothing <laughs> right oh so wayne. overall you funny little I, um, i'm giving it five out of five as well this is I, I, a family favorite. I'm going to watch it again next year and the year after that until I have to cancel Disney because um, this is just one of those ones. It's a must watch during the holidays. Yeah. I agree. Um, I put it right up there with uh, what was that one that we watched with uh, Ryan Reynolds and uh, Will Ferrell, the musical. That was called Elf. Elf? No. no. No, it wasn't Elf. That, that's definitely on the, the must that's, watch. That's on a must watch. Hold but on. it's uh, I guess. Hold on. It's a musical modern retelling of a christmas carol oh, okay i can't remember what it was called for the life of me because it's, it's funny it's cold spirited spirited yeah well will, will ferrell plays uh the ghost of christmas present 
Um, he's the ghost of Christmas present, but he was also, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched it, he was also the original Ebenezer. Yeah. And it's fun. I don't usually dig on musicals, but it's one of my favorites. Yeah. Holiday favorites. Um, so check that out, too. We might have to do a show on that maybe next oh, year. Oh, that one is so much fun. Next yes, season. definitely. Yeah, um, we're going to start doing some of these holiday episodes every year, and then of course, because they're going to be seasonal and timeless, we will uh, we'll run a holiday themed um, um, what do you call it? Where you can group them together on YouTube, and we'll have a like maybe a master list will float around of all our holiday reviews, so people can join us because these are going to be timeless. You can watch this next year, enjoy it all over again, and it'll be new again because you'll have forgotten everything we said. Yeah. Like most times when I talk. Yeah. Or or most times what we do as soon as we finish talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait, what did I say? Yeah, that sounds smart. Okay. It's like have you ever had these moments since we are creatives? Like, have you ever come back to something you didn't finish, but you're coming back? Okay, I've got to finish. I've got these half finished whatevers. Let me go back and see where I was and be like, man, that's actually pretty good. I wrote this? Well, yeah. And you're like, who's the genius that wrote this? It wasn't me. Because I'm, I'm going over old Phantom Hawk issues that I wrote, but I never produced. I'm like, man, this is good. What what idiot didn't do this? And I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm the idiot. Yeah, um, I definitely, I'm definitely a fan of this one. But yeah, I've been going back through some of my old stuff because the, uh, the docs mess with my meds, but I actually haven't had brain fog in like three weeks now. And I'm finally like productive again. So it's like that feeling you get when you get off the when you get over the flu and suddenly you've just got all this energy. Yeah, I'm feeling that with my brain. I'm I'm digging it. So the trick was was changing the meds and combining it with the the healthy living, like the dieting and the exercising again. But you've been Um, killing, bro. Proud of you. Yeah. Who knew the the biggest trick was? uh, It wasn't so much that I wasn't doing good calorie wise, but when I started making protein more of the calories than less. Had a boy. Something about the the protein was doing it. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to probably have to invest in some good beef jerky or something and learn to make it myself because that's a good way to do it. Oh, absolutely. I do the powders, man. I, I try not to put artificial stuff in me where I can. Um, I, I have one that's pretty good. I think I sent it to you. Um, it's low carb, which I really enjoy. Um, and it tastes good, especially if you put some like a banana or um, peanut butter in it. Yeah. It's so awesome. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. I'm going to have to mix that up. But yeah, if I could do beef jerky instead, because who doesn't love beef jerky anyway? We get a pretty bomb beef jerky on our way to Vegas every time we go out. So we'll grab you a few bags and ship them to you. And wherever there's a Bucky's. Yes, we do. We don't have Bucky's out here. We used to have a. um, Can I get one soon? Because you're in Virginia, right? Yeah, I'm in Hampton Roads. Yeah, um, um, they're spreading out they're hard moving north on the east coast. Mm-hmm. Nice. Well, we have Wawa's here, which is pretty good. I love Wawa's. I have an app on my phone. I got like points I got to use next time I'm in. Yeah, the Wawa's has this amazing like um, what do you call them? Mashed potato bowls that they do around the winter um, season. Yeah, yeah they're pretty oh, good. Goodness. Yes. Like I, I was leery at first about eating out of a gas station. But my parents were like, no, you've got to do this. It's delicious. And Dude, have you ever had their subs? They're amazing, along with their they soup. They are. Yeah, and their oh. chicken sandwich. 
Like they're yeah. right up there with Chick-fil-A on the chicken sandwich for me. I have a Their Italian sub is amazing. I have a Wawa story for you guys when we get off there. Wawa. Nice, nice. So we're not here to talk about food, but uh, it's been nice getting the brain fog cleared. So productivity 2024 is going to be our year. Yeah, uh, our year. We're doing it. Uh, Let's Nick's go. We're going to do the thing. Hopefully we'll win enough that we'll catch up with Larry Korea and buy our own dang mountain. But we'll have a bigger mountaineer mountain. How good a shot is Larry Korea? Because we could just take the mountain. I mean, he was a firearms instructor, and he did the. Uh, remember that kid in the mall that did that impossible shot? Yeah, he mimicked it in the same time. So I, I probably wouldn't yeah, test my luck unless we could get fire superiority and air support. Uh, I mean, we could pepper it with artillery. You know, really salt the earth a bit. I have a friend. I mean, we'll talk about dealing. What about the spicy air? We could drop some CS and gas them out. I think Go he's got a mask. I think Korea is probably prepared probably. for that. Those Mormons are prepared for anything. That's why I like them so much. Repopulating the earth. Right. right. They have a billion kids. You know, yeah. whatever. It's good. I mean, technically, my uncle owns. The final fight will be be between them and the Amish. My uncle owns a mountain in Utah. Aren't the Amish pacifists? Uh, We'll see. (laughs) We'll see next on the zombie apocalypse. All right. So, what were you saying, Stabby? They're very biblical people. I'm just saying. Um, I was saying air support. We could do that. I'm from Vegas. I know some of the Thunderbirds. But then I said, uh, my uncle actually owns a mountain in uh, Utah. So, I mean, if, if we just need a mountain, like, we can just take it from my uncle. I think I mean, with love. We'll take it with love. No. That'll, that'll be uh, no, we won't. our secondary homestead will be in a we mountain. We won't take it with love. That's not happening. We're going to take it in case the we way lo- we take it. In case we lose <laughs> Hanley City in Atropia, we can move to uh, – Garbertown in Utah. Well, Garbertown was going to be the annex in Handley City and the great um, Astropian micro nation oh, we were then, starting. Okay, so we'll call it Mount Stabby. Mount Stabby. Yeah, that would be the that'd be know, like a, a third line of defense. Very much so. Mount Stabby. I'll explain after the show. Okay. We definitely <laughs> need to come up with our own currency. So just because we're having fun, dear listeners, if you want to come up with some currency, um, uh, and I you think send us some funny Send us oh, some funny, and yeah. uh, Nick and Stabby and I will judge it on the air, and the winner will get something free. I don't know what yet, but we'll give you a prize if you send us the funniest currency idea for uh, for Atropia, the I nation just, we will start when the boog hits. So funny. I yeah. will send you Oh, two packs of beef jerky there? That's, that'll be 20 slap nuts. I will send you an <laughs> autographed kitchen knife. Nice. So do, do we get the bottle caps? We could go full fallout. <laughs> <laughs> mean pogs like in Iraq? Yeah. Oh, I think I still have some somewhere. I do. I I got. I, I, I didn't cash them all in. You know, every once in a while I pop it open and it's got like my old notebooks and mission logs and things like that in there. And some. I didn't get to keep all of my uh, my soldier notebooks, the green ones that go in your cargo pocket, because some yeah. of them had um, biological contaminants on them and they didn't let us bring them home. Yeah, I had to toss a few of those. Because we were after so, a guy named Chemical Ali, and how are you not going to get contaminated when you're going after a guy called Chemical Ali? Well, ours was uh, more biological than chemical, but you, you pick it up. Oh, uh, yeah, go piss. 
or sure. All right. With that being said, you can find us on our link tree at linktr.ee. Again, link tree slash blasters and blades podcast, where we link to all the things, the bits, shoots, the rumbles, the Twitters, the email for a per- official business purposes only. We link to our Facebook group and Facebook page. And most importantly, we link to Madam Stabby Stabs, Instagram, Twitter, and email where all the hate mail and shenanigans should and do go. Uh, have you got anything good lately? Um, I made the shirt creator cry. Nice. Well, he was trying to overcharge me for Stabby merch, and we both know I don't play that game. You don't do that. You don't do that. I made him cry. Nice. You big meanie. You have to have a spine in this job. A little bit, yeah. And if the merch says Madam Stabby Stab on it, like, you should probably know better. Just saying. But, uh, but yeah, so we can link to all the things. You can find us on our website, which is anchor.fm slash blasters, tack and tack blades. Again, anchor.fm slash blasters, tack and tack blades, where for as little as 99 cents a month, you can help keep the lights on. Uh, every penny helps. The show is not free to produce, and we appreciate it. each and every one of you that contributes. You could support the show more directly over at buymeacoffee.com slash author JR Handley. Again, buymeacoffee.com slash author JR Handley. Be sure to put in the comment section that it is for the podcast, and I promise I will keep my co-host duly caffeinated with that good old coffee brand coffee. They will drink until the Java pours out of their eyeballs. Speaking of Java, coffee brand coffee, the link is in the show notes, and um, yeah, you can go there, do the thing, uh, link to um, us where the code is. Nick, do you know? It is the podcast grunts, if I'm not mistaken. No, the just podcast grunts. Well, I like to throw the the in there. It's a sentence enhancer. Yeah, but podcast then, grunts. Then the code won't work. Not the the part, just podcast grunts. Yes, podcast grunts. Or the other important code. Are you ready for this, dear listener? Apogee Apogee. Holiday discount code Grunt Xmas. Yeah, that that's going to go live here in on Wednesday, the thirteenth. All right, we link to all of the movies, the trailers, all the things we you saw here today, we linked to. So uh, we really appreciate it. If you check it out, comment on it, tell us what you think. You watch it with your family if you haven't already. It is just one of those, you will thank us for it. I promise oh, you. Yeah, definitely. With that being said, thank you for spending some of your precious time with us. For my crazy co-host, I am J.R. Hanley, and this was... The Blasters and Blades podcast. We'll be back next week at the same time where we'll indulge our love of nerd culture, cheesy jokes, and all things that go boom. Can you believe it, Nick? We are almost done with season three. Holy shnikes. They get to look forward to our end of season review, which is part AAR, part nostalgia. They get to listen to our chat about Space Rangers with a couple of Spec Ops uh, plus me. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's gonna Jingle be Jingle Bam. Jingle, Jingle Bam. Bam. It's cancel. It's cancel. We didn't even talk about Noel's voice. That was totally the canceled. illustrious former Lieutenant Colonel Rob Riggle turned comedian. Was it really? Yeah. Nice. So what we're telling you as we're about to hit the end credits, check this out. You will not be sorry. And with that, I'm gonna hit the end.